I'm your host, Barbara De La Torre. I'm a physician and artist bringing a blended perspective to you about healthcare and exploring simpler ways to restore and maintain your health. How easy is it for you to meditate? I mean, I feel like it's just something that I can do just to, in my life anyway, just to cope. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just yeah. Like, so I feel I can I can get I feel like I can get there. I don't practice it every day yeah. consciously where I'm like What's an example of what you're doing in the day? Um just pausing and just being what am I hearing? What am I seeing? Or if I'm with I was with all my friends. So I just sort of in the big group and, and then I just sort of stop and like I'm quiet and I just sort of what am I hearing? What am I smelling? What am I seeing? Just to not to take a picture, but it is. It helps. Ramy, you just meditated exactly. in a big group. Yes. It's the you mindfulness. Did. When somebody goes to take a class and it's about a specific disease or specific condition, if all you're studying is that condition, you never really unfold the true health story. My client's name is Ramey, and she started to take a class with me on eye health prevention and self-care. And a key component to it is something called Qigong, Q-I-G-O-N-G. Qigong is something we're going to talk about in this episode. And so in this class, I had the opportunity to talk to Ramey about more than just her eyes. We're also talking about who she is as a person, her history, and the struggles she's had with her health in general. This gives a more holistic picture of what's going on and lends itself to revealing all the patterns that come up in your life. And if you're just joining us in this episode, go ahead and listen to the one before this from September 5th, because this whole season, it's sequential. It's a whole story that unfolds about one person. And this could be you. Put yourself in Ramey's place. Sit down at the table and join us for how to form your own health strategy, beginning with understanding what Chinese medicine is in the previous episode. And in this episode, we're going to focus on Qigong. Now, I'm not teaching you the Qigong form that's something that if you're interested in, definitely look to my website. I will also leave it in the show notes, a way for you to take this class online. This is the beginning of how Ramey discovers her health in a holistic way. Were they all, would you say, within one to two months, the miscarriages, like as far as how far you went along? In between. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah, it would be right to my first trimester or early, usually six to eight weeks. The, the one where I was like, I'm done. Uh, got me to like 14 and that was the whole progesterone thing it was like a whole bunch of progesterone now we're going to take you off of it and it was me just not necessarily advocating I think for myself too of like well how oh. can you know but yeah you just sort of listen I was at the clinic and then I was at a doctor and then I was also doing acupuncture so um I was just I was like okay we made it through eight weeks yay you know I yeah. was kind of so without the progesterone, were all the pregnancies stopping by eight weeks? Yes. Yeah. And then with, mm -hmm. and they would always say, you know, your levels are great. Everything's great. Everything's great. And my acupuncturist was like, no. Things are <laughs> not great. Not in, Things are not great. You're not in the range that I would want you to be. So, but it wasn't anything were sticking they... out alarming. Like, hey, you don't have progesterone. Always unexplained. Always, I don't quite know. Um, until I got to the acupuncturist and she was like, I think I know, <laughs> I, think, I think I know what mm -hmm. is going on. Mm -hmm. And then had a really not easy pregnancy, but comfortable. What was not easy about it? The end part was the word. I got cholestasis at the end. So you, we got you here. <laughs> All right. Still, you know, there's still issues. Got to get this baby out. Basically, it was like my body. 
I always felt that, that my body was like, we'll give you one. <laughs> and that's like, yeah, but. Did you want, did you want more? I definitely knew I wanted one. And then once, but once it was over, it was like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Now I'm like, absolutely not. I'm so glad we have one and uh, it worked out great for me. And, and also that second one would have been a girl. So I always wonder about that with like the women in my family. There's a lot of issues. There's say genetic dumping into the women oh. in my family, if that makes sense. You so mean like, like with the eye issues? All of the issues, even psychological, like all of that sort of flows through the women in my family. So that was another thing. I was what, like, mm. what what type of psychological stuff? Oh, mostly, um, mostly depression, mm -hmm. things like that. I think my mom was really severely had that, or some form of. Um, spectrum things that just made her not able to connect very well like not with any of her kids in a mm. way i don't have any sort of relationship uh with her like my other my other siblings we don't your dad had alcoholism yes yeah is that how he died yes yeah from he cirrhosis he had quit drinking but he yeah so it was all liver cirrhosis mm -hmm. uh it turned into cancer i think when you're taking all those medications too at some point either your liver causes the cancer or whatever medication you're taking eventually can cause things to Well, start with to go. Chinese medicine, there's actually a, a, a definite, there's a pattern to all of those things together. Yeah. 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 Which is why I thought it was really interesting, you know, when you were telling me your story that everything was pointing to liver. Everything. Pretty Every much. time I go to the acupuncture, she's like, we're going to needle that. And we're, <laughs> Guess what? We're, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's the liver again. <laughs> it's stagnant chi. I remember my stagnant liver chi. Stagnant. <laughs> See those channels there? Yeah. All of those flow into each other. There's a whole rhythm. And chi, which is loosely translated as life force energy, it's mm -hmm. not a great translation. In fact, the only translation that is agreed upon by scholars around the world, are you ready for it? is that chi is the fabric of space and time. Oh, that's really? Yeah, really. Wow. In other words, it's what ties everything together, but yeah. there is a flow to it. Right, right. There are channels that involves other circulations like blood. Mm -hmm. So chi and blood kind of move closely together mm -hmm. too. But the idea that healing doesn't just come from your labs, like what yeah. they were looking at and yeah. saying, you were fine, you should yeah. be able to deliver a baby. Yeah. Yeah. There's different kinds of chi. There's chi that you inherit from your parents, mm -hmm. like your dad mm -hmm. or your mom. Mm -hmm. And there's chi that is from the environment, like the sun or the moon or the earth, nature. And then there's chi that you breathe and chi that you mm -hmm. eat. Mm -hmm. If chi flows smoothly, then you're healthy. If it doesn't, then it can do something which you've heard before is it can stagnate. If it sits in places, in other words, you know, all that movement has to go someplace yeah. and like a dam in a river. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If it doesn't, what happens? It builds up. Yeah. Or if it's someplace where it's not moving, it's still like a pond, mm -hmm. then you end up having things grow, right. like cancer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's exactly, and my dad's cancer was so fast. You know, he probably had it for a while, but we learned about it and two days later he was gone. So it was just one of those that was like, your dad, it's not necessarily the meds. There's always a root cause to everything. Yeah. And that root cause, the meds could have, his liver already was very compromised right. because livers don't like lots of medicines. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one thing. Liver, liver doesn't like alcohol either. Right. 
Which I, you know, we don't know if he was also. I just feel like if he had been drinking, he would have been dead a lot sooner. But who knows? We don't know. He was all by himself. The team, you know, I suspected things. So I, I just, I was just like, he's so sick. Like, how could you even, how could you drink and enjoy it? Well, the sickness isn't just about physical illness, right? right? So right. you can have your, your whole being can be sick. Yes. Yeah. Even when he wasn't drinking during periods of time. There was illness there still, right? Like just exactly. It's never... it's not the drink that caused right. him to die. It's not the cancer. Right. Ultimately, a lot of things the the things that are beyond our con we we think is beyond our control is actually very right. much under right. our control. Right. Yeah. Do you know much about Qigong? I don't. No, okay. I do so Qigong is in the parts. If you were mm -hmm. to separate this into just single parts, it just means the cultivation of qi. Oh. So with good practice consistently, yeah. you end up having qi that flows better. Okay. So it means that you're good at it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and there are these different components. So there's breathing, there's movement. Breathing, movement, stretching, and intention. And this is a word called e, mm -hmm. not without pronouncing the y. Mm -hmm. And that just means intention. Where the qi goes, mm -hmm. how do you direct the qi? Mm -hmm. And all of these components have been shown to actually, they work. Mm -hmm. They work on your body, they work on your emotions. Science has shown that. Mm -hmm. And what Qigong is, is putting it all together. And then here's another thing about Qigong before we start our big lecture, is that in Chinese medicine, it's not just about you getting your needles. Right. You're actually getting different types of things, herbs, sometimes moxa, which is putting heat on, on certain acupuncture points. And then acupuncture is also there and body work. But you see how all of these are passive. The only one at the very top of the ladder is Qigong, yeah. where it's you doing you it. Doing it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That so that's a big component. The other part is understanding what Qigong is. Now we know the parts. And there's different kinds of chi. There's the sun, you, mm -hmm. what flows in you, what flows around the earth, mm -hmm. the moon, air, food, where you got it from, your parents, okay. your prenatal DNA. The master I studied with calls it your savings account. Oh, okay. And your checking account is like air and food. Okay, okay so your 401k is what you that inherited. Makes a lot of okay. Zero. Oh no, <laughs> it's not. Account? No. No, I'm going to give you more credit okay, okay. because you actually you're you're here talking to me and laughing. Yeah, yeah that's That and you're functional and you can work. That means true. you have a lot in your savings. That's true. That's okay. True. Okay. But you don't have as much maybe as someone else yeah. who might have more in their savings. Yeah. And then there's something called defensive chi or wei chi, and that prevents you from getting sick outside, like external things that could make you sick, like germs, you know, weather, things like that. And some of us have a better defensive chi, and some of us don't. And we can we can cultivate all of these things. We can make our source chi more valuable, so your 401k can can go up in in value. You just can't necessarily add to it, but you can make it much better. And the defensive chi you can make stronger. The way Qigong has been passed down, and it's been about, I'd say, 5,000 years, all of these lineages, people that have passed it down, not necessarily family members, but it could be family members or just students, and they create these forms, and out of these forms, there are different kinds of routines where it's like a sequence of movements. That's what it is. So what we're gonna do in this class is we're gonna go over eye health, but the main thing is to make sure that 
it's not always movement standing. We're going to be seated. And this Qigong meditation can also be done lying down okay. before you go to bed. Okay. okay. But there's breath work. There's sometimes stretching, movement like maybe in the arm. And intention is very important, visualization. I wanted to get away from PowerPoint yeah, for these. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. I You're welcome, I yeah. Because like. that way... I'm a teacher, a former teacher, so I, I'm oh, you a big are. fan of the post I love big <laughs> post-its. Oh, that's really good. So, because no I, I, I wanted to make it special and memorable for you yeah. where it's not just click, click, click. There are basic Qigong concepts that you need to learn before we start any kind okay. of Qigong. And one is that there's the concept of three treasures, Shen, Qi, and Jing. You're going to see the number three come up over and over again. Three levels, three treasures. What Shen is, is, is this level. There's an upper burner, a middle burner, and a lower burner. The Shen is more like your consciousness. It's a, the spiritual sense of your health. Okay. Okay? Not in a religious sense, right. but just the fact that we think, we perceive, we have intuition. Mm-hmm. All of that's up here. When everything flows well, you're intuitive, you're creative, you sense the things in the right way. In other words, like you don't misperceive somebody's intentions. Mm -hmm. You can read the room. And when someone looks in your eyes, Mm -hmm. you're totally there. And you're engaged and you're connected to the world around you. Qi is the mid-level. So you notice how this is more ethereal and this is more solid. Concepts of yin and yang and how things are relative to each other. Qi is that sort of life force energy and what, what is vital to sort of live. It's the difference between you living and not living. Jing is that essence, and that's the most sort of material part. This is what you bring into the world from your parents. Essence is stored, and that's stored here in the kidneys, in between, in the lower level. Relative to each other, nothing is understood by itself in Chinese medicine. It's East Asian philosophy is like that. That there is no A or B. A and B can exist. Dantian is the the idea of the three levels. We're going to be focusing not so much in this Qigong form, but when you study Qigong Mm -hmm. and if you take more classes, Mm -hmm. this is what you're going to learn about. And these are your three levels here. (laughs) Your lower Dantian is right below the navel. So guess what's there? Your uterus, your ovaries, the place where you create life, upper, middle, lower. Lastly with Qigong, if you're practicing it's always nice to do some kind of preparation. So you're not like coming in out of a day and distracted because this is about be- being one mind. And you warm up, you may have a meditation like we'll have, actually before a meditation, we have a warm up massage. So there's a preparation before this so that it's easier, so you flow better. How easy is it for you to meditate? I mean, I feel like it's just something that I can do just to in my life anyway, just to cope. <laughs> so, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're just yeah. Like, so I feel I can I can get the, I feel like I can get there. I don't practice it every day. Yeah. Consciously, where I'm like. What's an example of what you're doing in the day? Um, just pausing and just being. What am I hearing? What am I seeing? Or if I'm with, I was with all my friends, so I just sort of in the big group, and and then I just sort of stop and like I'm quiet, and I just sort of what am I hearing? What am I smelling? What am I seeing? Just to not to take a picture, but it is it helps. Ramy, you just meditated exactly. in a big group. Yes, it's the you mindfulness. Did. When I taught, we used to teach mindfulness. What so did you teach? Sixth grade. We just did Aww. this as like a extra advisory there was just yeah. a group of teachers that were like let's let's try this and see if it helps our kids and so we did these meditations 
three minutes, three times a day with every new group and it we watched how it like everybody settled because they're little they're you know coming from lunch they're just vibrating yeah you know, with energy yeah. and that just quiet settling that's so amazing I think that helped me practice the ability to get quiet and you just need three minutes that's it, that's it. <laughs> that's I mean it. this meditation typically takes about 15 to 20 minutes yeah, yeah. Mo yeah. at the most and the preparation takes about the same amount mm -hmm. of time maybe 10 minutes you can shorten it yeah so then you have a, an opening. So the opening sequence uh, is generally for standing. So we'll do a little something like that when okay. we're done. Okay. And I'll show you what that's about. And that's just to tap. So you're tapping all the channels. Oh, and you're yeah, tapping them yeah. in the direction that they're moving. Oh, okay. Because some of them move up the arm, and yeah. some of them move down the arm, or up the leg and down the leg. Yeah, yeah. And that's because you're trying to activate the chi when you open, so that you get more out of your qigong. Right. It's revving the engine before you move your car. And then the form or the movement or the routine, and then a closing says, you know, I'm done. But yeah. it's also <laughs> redirecting everything to that lower dantian that I talked about. So that is basic Qigong sort of 101. Yeah. Raimi, who took one of my classes, the eye health class, reached a point where she wanted to even go deeper than that. And so she is now my client and we're going to pull the curtain back again and have you sit at the table while Ramey and I work on her health strategy. This is a gift because normally when I work with clients, it's a very, very private, intimate, vulnerable space. And I ask that you listen as if you're the one sitting at the table because I want to respect your dignity. Let's hold that space for Ramey as we begin her journey to find her health strategy, to expand what it means to be healthy and I look forward to you joining us again for the next episode where Ramey starts with a complimentary phone call to talk about the process of becoming a client and what it means to form a health strategy. Stay tuned. Be sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast and submit a rating on your favorite podcast player. Third Opinion MD podcast is produced by me, Barbara Dillatore. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle. Any comments made by the host or guest on Third Opinion MD reflect opinions about healthcare and self-care. Please consult with your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. Thank you for listening.